that God's given to us all, I think. You know, God has uh, done something wonderful in most of our lives here this morning. He's lit up our lives with the light of Christ. And through our lives, Christ has brought purpose and value to each and every one of us. With the light of Christ shining in and through us, we give permission to actually give others the permission to, to actually shine and to come alive as well. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 12, and John chapter 9, verse 5, that I am the light of the world. But then Jesus tells us that we are also a light to the world as well. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16, it says, You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Church, you're the light of the world this morning. A city on a hill, it says, that cannot be hidden. And this is something I've come to realize in our lives is that Christ doesn't want us to, to not shine in our world. He doesn't want us not to shine in our workplaces and in our schools and in our communities and in our neighborhoods. God wants us to shine with his love, with his grace, with his forgiveness, with the life that he's given to every one of us. It says further in that verse, it says, Neither do people light a lamp and then put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And in the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Jesus says that every believer is to be like him by being a light to the world. And every believer is to undergo a radical transformation to become more like Jesus. And we're to reflect the light of Christ to a world that's lost in darkness. So what is the light that we are to shine? And what does this light do? Well, first of all, light is clear and pure. It's clean. It's, it's right. It's true. Uh, I have a window in my office. Uh, and at times the sun shines through the, the glass of the window. And there's been times I've looked at the stream of light that's coming into my office. And I've seen dust and, and stuff swirling in through the, the sunshine beam that's coming in through my office. Maybe you've experienced the same sort of thing. The question is, is the light coming through the glass dirty? No, it's not. The light's pure and it's clean and it re simply reveals the dust and the dirt that can be seen, can't be seen by the naked eye normally unless the sun shines on it. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 to 9, it says, You were uh, once darkness, but now you're the light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. We may live in the world, but we're not of the world, church. We light, uh, the light that we shine is, is clear and it's pure. And this light will attract people to Jesus because of its clarity and its purity. Because it's a different light than what the world offers. And people are looking for something that's different, that has value, that, that has meaning, that's pure and it's right. And it's, let, it's that light that we shine out of our lives. The second thing that the light does, it penetrates, it cuts through and eliminates darkness. What happens when we turn the lights on in a dark room? The darkness goes away because the light penetrates and it eliminates the darkness. Darkness doesn't overcome light. Light always overcomes darkness. When we receive Jesus as Lord, he sends his spirit to fill us because he is the spirit of light. When the Holy Spirit enters our life, he illuminates the darkness that once filled us. He cuts through the darkness to show the dust and the dirt that needs to be eliminated from our own lives. And he doesn't do that with a, a heavy, over, uh, um, like overburdening sort of thing upon our lives. He does it in a gentle way. 
1 Thessalonians 5, 5 says, You're the, all children of the light and children of the day. We don't belong to the night or to the darkness. So the thing is, if we've received Jesus as Lord and Savior, we have no need of the darkness. There's nothing for us in the darkness anymore. And it's time to stop and to step out of the dark and begin to walk in to God's light. The third thing that, uh, that light does, it enlarges our vision and our knowledge of an area. The more light that we pour into the darkness, the more that we're able to see. As a member of the Summit Tracks four-wheel drive club, I've had uh, uh, seen some of the, the club members and uh, their cars, and I've got to tell you, they're absolute weapons uh, so far as four-wheel driving is concerned. Some of them have taken their cars to a whole new level of seriousness in four-wheel drive terms. They've got light bars uh, hanging off of everything. I mean, there's a side mirror, let's put a light on it. There's a bumper bar, let's put a light on that. There's a roof rack, I mean, let's put a light on that. There's an area, I know, let's put a light on that as well. Why do they do that? Because they want to illuminate the way ahead. They want to be able to see what's coming up so that they can t- navigate through the terrain that's coming up uh, ahead of them as well. They're not the normal lights that you and I have on our cars, like normal halogen type of lights. These things are what they call HID lights. They're high-intensity discharge types of lights. These lights are brighter, they are more focused, and they reach further into the distance to illuminate more of the pathway ahead. In John chapter 12, verse 35, Jesus said to them, You're going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they're going. So my question to us as the church is this. Who needs to see the light of Christ in your world? Who needs to see the light of Christ in your family, in your workplace, in your school, in your street, in your community? Who needs to see that light shining today? The fourth thing is that light reveals It opens up a whole new world and it clears the way to the truth and to the life. John chapter 14 verse 6 says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. See, a world filled with darkness can't see the truth and the life. It's only when the light shines in the darkness that it can be revealed. How will they see unless we shine the light of Jesus into our world? Have you ever walked through the bush on a dark night? on a path that you've never been on before. It's hard to see the potholes or the dangers that that lurk in the darkness until we shine a light on the path to be able to see where we're going. Who do we need to shine the light for in our world? And lastly, the light guides. It leads us along the right path. Psalm 18 verse 28 says this, You light a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness. Psalm 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? I don't know about you, but as a child I remember going on school camps and we used to play something called Murder in the Dark. Uh, yeah, it's just great fun to, to play games like that. But I don't know about you, but you know, when you're going through the, the, the bush of a, of a nighttime, there's monsters that lurk behind every tree. And I don't know about you, but like when you shine the torch on the tree, suddenly the monsters disappear. Isn't that the same way with us when we're walking in the world? There's things that people are afraid of, fears that people have, the, 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 the uncertainties, the lack of hope, the, the lack of life in their lives. 
But if we were to shine the light of Christ into their world, maybe, just maybe, some of their fears may be uh, just taken away. Some of the uncertainty may be removed from their life. Some of the things that they're walking through may be a little bit easier because they can actually see where they're going. They can see what's happening in and around their lives. Psalm 36 verse 9 says, For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to, my, to guide my feet and a light for my path. See, Christmas is traditionally a time of joy and happiness. A time for family and friends to get together and share a moment of our lives together. It's a time we remember the sea, a reason for the season. His name is Jesus. Jesus came into the world to reveal the Father, who he is, and the love of God for every man. For every woman, for every child on the earth, and who is yet still to be born. As children of the light, as people who've opened up our lives to the light of Christ, let's open up our hearts, let's open up our lives so that we can reveal to everyone the light of Christ within us so that they too can see the love that God has for them and to welcome it and perhaps to accept it and then to shine in their world for the people that they can come into contact with as well. My encouragement to you and to us all this morning is this. There is a light that is the life of man. Let's, let's release that light to the world in and around about us this morning. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your people here today. I thank you for every family that's represented. I thank you for every community that's represented as well, every workplace, every school, every business that's represented here. And I ask, Father, for your blessing upon us all, that you would help us to shine your light, that you would help us to, to, to shine in this world that we live in, that you help us to reach out to the people in and around about us in the wonderful name of Jesus this morning. And everybody said... On behalf of Jane and myself, um, we want to say uh, to everybody here this morning, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks, guys.